What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Whatnots Review Show. This is episode 74. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, what's going on? I had a dream where you tried to go to space. That sounds amazing. (laughs) You told me, hey, show's going to have to go on hiatus. I'm going to space and it's going to take me 40 days to get there. I'm like, Kyle, 40 days is so long. What are you going to do? How are you going to eat when you're up there? And you told me they're going to put me in cryo sleep for 30 of those days. So I only need to pack so 10 days worth of food. 10 days in space. <laughs> so, and then I said, I no, but what if the... What if the cryo sleep mile functions? What if you wake up early? And then I explained to you in the dream the entire plot of the movie Rocket Man where that happens. <laughs> right? <laughs> I haven't like, seen I don't want any of Rocket Man to happen to you and you have to stay on Earth. What if it's the other Rocket Man and I become the next Elton John? <laughs> Uh, just all just, covered in sparkles and spangles. I, yeah, like I, I go out in space and I find some alien planet and then I just start being like, this is music. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I me, 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 this. <laughs> this is just that movie where there's the one guy who only, like there's one guy in the world who remembers the Beatles. Right, yeah. Except it's Elton John and you're taking it to space. <laughs> fantastic (laughs) uh if you did not know ladies and gentlemen here on the review show we have a different story to talk about each week we pick something could be comic book or a movie or a tv show uh and this week we are talking about she hulk volumes one and two from back in 2004 written by Dan Slott, and I should pull up the artist's names. It's uh, Juan Bobio, and uh, let's see here. Who's the other one? There was one more. Uh, Paul Pelletier. I hope I said hmm. those names right. Um, but yeah, She-Hulk Volumes 1 and 2. I, I Last week, I threw a couple options at you. I was like, I have a theme. Uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you what the theme <laughs> is because it will become very apparent once I uh, list all, all of these things out. But I p- pitched comics based off of the new uh, Disney Plus t- TV shows, uh, or the, I guess the Marvel Disney Plus TV shows that they announced, uh, I mm-hmm. guess, at what? At D23? Or, or the Comic Con? Yes. Um, it was yeah. She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. They announced those three, so that's what that's what mm-hmm. I p- pitched. And you wanted to do She-Hulk. Why did you pitch yeah. She-Hulk? It sounded like a fun adult career woman romp. Okay. Like <laughs> Moon Knight is a mysterious ill man, and that sounded stressful. And Kamala Khan, sweet as she is, I didn't want to have to worry about a teen. I know she wouldn't be Miss Marvel if she couldn't take care of herself. But I'm like, I just want to read about a responsible adult role model, please. Right. Please give me She-Hulk. <laughs> um, yeah, so good, good. I, 
I don't think I've read She-Hulk in pretty much anything. Like, she's maybe shown up mm. in one or two things, or I've seen her, like, in the background of something. But I have never read anything with She-Hulk in it. So this was a first for me as well. But I had heard good mm-hmm. good things about uh, Dan Slott's run on the character. We We only read the first 12 issues, apparently... After the ones we read, they relaunched the She-Hulk book, and it started again with an issue yes. one, um, which was very confusing to me. Uh, so I tried to spell it out that this is the one from 2004, not 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 the the, the ones after that. Uh, but I made that mistake. <laughs> And started reading the wrong ones. Uh, and then mm. I, I went back and finally read these. So, what did you think? I had a great time. These were really fun. And it gave me what I wanted. I wanted just career stuff. Law stuff. Mm. The law stuff was fantastic. I wanted her to party and just be confident and flirtatious. And all of that was there in one big green package. There you go. But it, was like because it, it for, for for me it was a thing of like i don't know what kind of character she hulk is like mm-hmm. I, I i didn't know what to expect in that sense and i think just by the name she hulk and that association to the actual hulk like i i yeah. knew they were cousins like that's the one thing that i knew but beyond mm-hmm. that i didn't know what to expect and so i feel like a lot of people just think oh this was just the female version of the guy no. that has anger problems and that's it and that's not the case with this so i i liked that i was very surprised with that to say the least but i also enjoyed this uh i will say as the book went on i think i liked it less and less uh and those issues of the stuff that came after this that i read i also did not like so i was it was just like oh this keeps kind of going downhill for me uh but i think for the most part i did have fun this gave me a really clear p- picture of what I want from the the Disney yes. Plus show. Of like, I want it to be like these first couple issues here. If we do this, if we're in the c- courtroom, if we do just these wacky cases where it, it's just like, yeah, how how would what happens when Spider Man wants to sue? J. Jonah Jameson. How does that work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I want that stuff, and it's fascinating, and it's fun. Um, yeah, so I, I, I really enjoyed my time with this. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, let's get into the synopsis uh, for people yeah. who may not have read this yet. Uh, we'll just give a short kind of plot synopsis for you guys to go on and then we'll get into some housekeeping and then into spoilers Mm-hmm. uh so this picks up let's see with J- it, it's a f- flashback in her college d- d- days uh to yeah her partying uh 
uh, and then we kind of get to know a little, a little bit about her and who she, she is with that. But then for the most part, we see her uh, working for a law firm whose name I am not going to even tr try to say the whole thing because it was like six uh, names. It's a bunch of folks' names. It's yeah. like... um. It was like GHK and MLPC3PO. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think it's like, um, <laughs> hold on. It's like Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, Kurtzman, something like that. And uh, Holloway. Holloway's the, the lead lawyer we're spending most of the time with. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, but yeah, so she, she goes to work for them and they have, I guess it looks not necessarily recently but they have a superhuman law division that she didn't even mm -hmm. know about uh so she goes to, to to work starting on law cases involving uh super powered people or costumed vigilantes stuff like that like how do you deal with time travel in the law or like extra dimensional beings and yeah aliens and stuff like that um or or yeah just like all 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 the strange stuff that you don't necessarily think about when it comes to how would the law handle this stuff how would they react to to the avengers um and so yeah. that's a lot of fun. She does that. Uh, but by the end of the, the book, she is having a bout with one of her villains named Titania. May or may not have gotten her hands on a very powerful stone. One of the infinity gems. So mm -hmm. there you go. That is a short plot synopsis for you. Did, did you have anything that you wanted to add on ah. to that? I want to say that the flashback at the very beginning to her college days is her studying while everybody else is partying. Oh, yeah. And she, she, yeah, and she graduates really highly. She's like top of her class. Mm -hmm. She's doing super well academically. And, but there on graduation day, when all of the other college kids are off with their friends, she's like, I feel hollow. I feel empty. I feel like maybe I didn't spend my college years the right way. And so now, she-Hulk has been living it up at this, as this party girl. She's always She-Hulk. She's never Jennifer. And she parties so hard they cook. <laughs> they kick her out of Avengers Mansion. Right. She parties too hard for Tony Stark. And he's like, <laughs> you have to get out of here. <laughs> and then also this law firm she works at, they're like, we want Jennifer. You're not allowed to be She-Hulk in the office, in the courtroom, anything about us. You are Jennifer. So it's about her trying to go back to who Jennifer was to see if she can enjoy being the lawyer again as much as she enjoyed being She-Hulk, the superhero. Yeah. Good stuff. A uh, little bit of housekeeping for you. Last week here on The Review Show, we covered a TV show called The Terror. Uh, we watched season one of that. It was on Hulu. It is an AMC anthology speculative horror fiction I, it's it's a whole slew of stuff uh but that was a <laughs> lot of fun and it is one of melissa's new obsessions 
I I really dug the terror. It is an uh, a season anthology show. So this mm-hmm. first season, all ten episodes, it's one self-contained story, and it is the tale of a real case of lost ships. In like 1845, these ships went sailing through Arctic Canada, trying to find a path from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Got frozen in there. Everybody died. And so this takes all those historical facts and is like, what if there was also a monster? Yeah. (laughs) Which that was a lot of fun. Uh, This past week on the Captain's Log, which is one of our uh, other shows, uh, you brought up what it takes to become a knight or a dame in England. Yes. And you out dad out dad joked me and i feel I, like i should retire from making I'm, puns i'm the dad now right. <laughs> uh so you guys should go <laughs> go check out that to see if you can uh spot the dad joke that melissa made in there because it was fantastic um that being said let's get on to spoilers for she hulk mm-hmm go um so yeah if you, you guys have not read this yet and you want to it is on marvel unlimited that is where i checked it out uh and i'm sure your local comic book store or bookstore might have it as well who knows um, so you guys should absolutely go check it out i want to start off with uh-huh uh i i i guess the, the the whole idea of her character i c- kind of mentioned this ju- just a bit ago that i didn't really know what to expect right uh yeah and that i was kind of like i i knew it probably wasn't going to be but i in the back of my mind i was like i wonder if they're just gonna do the like oh she like you wouldn't like her when she's angry anything i I was hoping they wouldn't but i didn't know what else like to to expect and something i noticed and here i am a guy talking about girl stuff so yeah this with a grain of salt (laughs) but like the whole metaphor to me was that like like when she becomes she hulk she feels strong and confident right like there is this mm-hmm. fa- fa- facet of 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 her that gives her strength in more in more ways than one and this whole book is kind of taking her out of her comfort zone where she like can't really use her powers even if she wasn't going to be using her powers so to speak it's just like she's in a position where she does not feel like herself and that that is is making her insecure right um and so like i I feel like in a professional sense, I, I hear a lot of stories about women who, uh, you know, to make it anywhere in the workplace kind of have to put on this, this, this strong exterior and this like bitch face to like, like, oh, <laughs> she's a business woman. Uh, and they're asking for her to basically like not, be that in uh, in one sense i don't know if 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 you re- read into that or not or 
Not really. And I don't know. Well, this thing is 15 years old. World changes a whole dang bunch in 15 years. Yeah. So I don't know how prevalent that, like, I wear shoulder pads so that I look manly. (laughs) I I don't know if it would go that far, but like... Like she, she, she feels yeah, more but like that, herself like, when she it, 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 it mm. is the Hulk when she's hulked out. Uh, but when she's just Jennifer, she's like, I don't like I, I, I feel like not myself. Yeah, sense. she. Yeah, Jennifer's relationship to Jennifer is that Jennifer looks very good on paper, but she's not fun to be. This is what the opening scene proves to us. She chooses to buckle down, ignore the parties, and sit down and just study. And that pays off for her, you know, academically, professionally, super well. But socially, and like personally to some regard, she feels like maybe she made the wrong choice. And I would imagine that the transformation into She-Hulk gives her this fresh new start. And a whole new face, and a whole new body, and everything to go with it. Mm -hmm. And... I, I I don't know any lawyers well. I don't know if that's a partying culture. But superheroes, I bet that sure is. Her main regret was, why wasn't I out? Why wasn't I putting myself out there? Why wasn't I being social and flirtatious and adventurous in that regard? And, you know, you're going to space. You're hanging out on, like, you know, Secret Wars planets. You're meeting so many people. That's yeah. the most social experience you could have being a superhero. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like, you, you are too much into this. That, she's dating a male model at the beginning of the comic, a, a European underwear model. Right. And he's like, I think you, uh, what is the phrase? You lack depth. She's like, I lack depth. And I think that's what the book is about. It's, Finding that mix of what feels good and what looks good on paper. And it's about doing, kind of putting all the different things you want to do, all the things you want to achieve together, like layering them. The more layers you have, the more depth you have. Something like that. Yeah. Because only Law Jennifer, not great. Only big, dazzling, superhero, superstar, celebrity, She-Hulk, not great. It's about that middle ground where she gets to do both. Yeah. That's where she, I think she's figuring out that she can thrive. Exactly. And I I really enjoyed that about the character. Um, Just this this idea that, like, she she has powers in both. In both sides of her, like there is a charisma and this this brain on 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 her as Jennifer Walters, uh, but then she also has the like superhero charisma and strength that mm-hmm. c- comes with She Hulk, uh, and and yeah, it's like she's learning to combine those and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, so I I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, I was also really thankful that like she didn't mention Bruce pretty much the entire time. Like, uh, he is not a 
crutch for for her or she doesn't like yeah. go go to him for like i don't know what to do what do i do oh my goodness i don't know <laughs> um she is her own person and and i think that's really important um for for her yeah. as isn't a the, character isn't the backstory that they're cousins mm-hmm. and so she was in an accident or something and they had to call on bruce to a give like a blood, blood transfusion, transfusion. Yeah. or like a something like that and that's how she got the hulk virus i knew that but i didn't know i knew the origin story but not like really the relationship was are they very close was he just geographically close and it's like well you're gonna have the best blood for her are they friends does she call him for advice does he call her for advice i wanted to learn more about that but we looked at one title out of a whole plethora, a whole world of titles right. about both varieties of Hulk. So I get that not everything, you know, it's not in the first place I looked. Oh, sure. boy. I just have to look somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, but that was n- n- nice. I, I like it just it wasn't even mentioned. Yeah. It be like there's there's there's. Some sometimes in stories, it's nice to just like have something mentioned, like, "Hey, we know you're thinking th- this yes. one thing," and so here's our mention of uh, of that. But then sometimes you don't need that at all, and I I, I think these was were, this was one of those t- times where you did not need that. Um, mm-hmm. So, bravo to Dan Slot on on that one. Um. Let's talk about the comics, which <laughs> sounds strange because you're Are you like, talking about Kyle, the comics we're already within the comics, comics, though. And yes, Melissa, that is exactly it. The comics within I the comics. I loved this. The fact that they're like, okay, all of these comics are approved by the Comics Code Authority, which is a federal organization, which makes all of the Marvel comics that we have here in our real world, they exist within the world of the narrative, and they are legally binding documents. Right. It's like, well, it says this happened in this issue. This is fact. The government wouldn't have allowed this to be printed if it wasn't based in fact. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's fantastic. I love it. Like I, I, I had mm-hmm. heard that She-Hulk, uh, in in her comics, was also very self-referential, and she she would break the fourth wall and and stuff like that. And I, I, I think that's maybe a little bit more prevalent uh in john burns run on the character mm. i i i'm not super f- familiar there um but i i had heard that was a thing uh but then to see like this take on yes. it, i thought was fantastic uh especially since a lot of the things that they're they're ta- they're talking about or the comics that they re- reference was ones that i had read or that we have read <laughs> for the show right so it's like oh this is working out perfectly like we 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 know what they're talking about when when they reference the infinity gauntlet comics because we we did that in like episode four of the yeah review show uh and and yeah like it it's neat to see all of that stuff um 
and like I it 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 was I think one of my favorite parts about the book is that they then have to go use their knowledge of the of that stuff to at, at one point where they're like hey the ones that we had are destroyed basically let's just go to a local comic book store yes. and ask the people there for 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 help right uh and and they they kind of make fun of comic book nerds and and, yeah, and, st- and I, stuff like that which i thought was really funny that, <laughs> but i it, liked the yeah. meta level of that like i think at one point um i forget his name the like uh like research assistant at the law firm that is the name. big comic book guy I'm forgetting what his name is, but he like references, he holds up one of the no prizes and he's like talking to the audience. Like you need to look at continuity errors, not as problems to yell about, but as a fun challenge for yourself. Yeah. Like take, (laughs) explain it away if you like it so much. Like it's not that things necessarily retcon each other. Yeah. It's that maybe they both happened and we don't have the full picture yet. So you need to kind of come up with some way yeah. to make it all work and stuff I, like that. I really, I liked that part that it was directing the audience without, like it was being helpful in directing the audience. It wasn't like a complaint or an insult or like really making fun of them. It's like, Hey, we've noticed you've been doing this. Try looking at it from another angle. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun and helpful to all of us? Which, Wouldn't that result in you writing us so much fewer angry letters? Who knows? Yeah, that might be exactly what it's about because people still write in to comics and they still print them in the back of the, the issues of like, yeah. hey, I just read issue six and it was great. I love this part. Blah, 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 blah. Or like, hey, in issue seven, you said this, but in issue nine, this is what ha- happened and what's the right thing? What do I believe? And I, I'm wondering if that is a self-referential thing for the mm-hmm. comic, if so- something in here that maybe I didn't pick up on or I don't know enough She-Hulk continuity to have have been clued in on to be like hey something's not right here and this is this is dan's slot being like hey how about you just not worry about it and just have fun reading the book chill yeah chill everybody just chill out right So I don't I don't know if like maybe last week you told me the wrong year for this book or like you said 2014 and I heard 2000 or like you said 2004 and I thought 2014. I was under the impression this was a more recent comic than it actually is. (laughs) And so that was one thing. I think the one thing that really bugged me was how like old hackneyed stereotyped all of the comic book store nerds were like why are these all like you know do scraggly dudes and t-shirts like we all know by now the world of comics well you are but like sure so yeah i i i think i get where you're going with this right that it's that's not the ideal picture of who reads comics nowadays right Mm -hmm. that well i agree agree with you i think a lot of comic book stores are like the 
owners and operators are still that. Um, <laughs> which is it's not true of all of them, but like I I I think that that is something that is still prevalent of just like hey these guys that opened up the, the, their shops in the 80s they still own their shop and it's just it's just the, them you know <laughs> so who knows i i i was just like okay you're gonna get your scraggly dudes and t-shirts but why are we in a 100 percent scraggly dude and t-shirt <laughs> environment here when the ones i have come to know are only like you know, 25 to 45% scraggly dude in t-shirt environments. But then you're like, oh, it's from 2004. I'm like, okay. That makes the, a the ratio was sense. probably different back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we back in 2004, we didn't have as many cute girls with dyed hair working right. in comic book stores like I'm used to seeing now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to the Valkyries for the are that because they, they they had a whole they had a whole organization of like women who worked in comic book stores oh, and, yeah. and stuff like that um but uh but yeah I, I i i still thought that was one of my favorite parts where he he finally gets them to like work together to be yeah. like hey maybe in this issue this was happening which wait maybe means this one thing and if i look here and i'll do it you know and it's like <laughs> got them to work <laughs> so i i i liked that a lot that was fun i i said last week when you pitched this to me that i was legitimately hoping for courtroom stuff mm -hmm. because that's something i've typically enjoyed whenever it shows up in a piece of entertainment I'm trying to get deeper into it to find out if that is a genre I do overall like Courtland or if I've just happened to like the instances I have run into. Like, let me really quantify this for myself. Sure. But what I like about it is that let's solve this problem not using a big fight scene, but with just like words and logic and like little tiny details like that. That's what I enjoy so much. It's everybody talking their problems out in sure. courtroom scenes. Yeah. And right. I like all the interesting, like, logic puzzles we get into. <laughs> like, I like when there's that man who was, uh, he, <laughs> he was like a safety inspector at a factory and he fell into a toxic vat like you do. And he comes out as like super strong and like, he's this amazing, big, beautiful, strong hero. But he's like, I rolled over in bed and I almost crushed my wife. I'm right. too big and too strong. I, I want to sue my company for damages and things like that. And the company's like, well, we only pay out if you die. You're, that didn't kill you. It made you better, if anything. So they're trying to figure out how they're going to like get the guy the money he needs when on, you know, from the company's point of view, it's like, no, you're so much better off. There is nothing worse about you since you fell into that toxic fat, like you should be mm -hmm. paying us. And eventually they figure out, Oh, he's like a, like somebody just comments like, Oh, he's like a whole new man now. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, Oh, he's a whole new man now. And if he's a whole new man now, then the old man is dead. dead. And we can make that company pay out for killing an employee. Stuff like that. That's what I'm here for. Right. I, I, I really like, I, I really want the Disney Plus 
TV show to to be that to be this law and order style show, but with these like low rent super villains that have these (laughs) just the like the most stupid (laughs) mundane problems like that. Some guy fell in a vat of acid and now he has super strength and almost killed his wife in his sleep. What you know? It's stupid stuff. I think I think what we want is the Marvel Comics version of Harvey Birdman attorney at law. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Something between that and Ally McBeal. I don't want it to get as serious as Law and Order. So, right in the Harvey to Ally. Ally is where I want us to be at. Have you ever watched the show I Zombie? On on I have CW? not. You should absolutely watch that because it is fantastic. Um, but that is a like a similar tone that I that I want for for the the, the She Hulk show. So it's it's a crime of the week type of show, uh, but Ooh. with a zombie t- twist. The zombie in like in isn't it like a has, chew thing it's yeah it's basically the exact same thing as chew the comic uh but the i zombie tv show is also based off of a comic book of the same name uh but apparently they have very different plots who knows but um the main character yes is a zombie and when she eats brains she picks up the character traits of the person that she ate so if she eats you know some big old tough guy then that that is her character for for that episode um okay it, it it is this thing of yeah when she eats these people's Brain, she also starts to get visions and stuff if certain things happen like if something reminds her of something that the dead person saw she might have this vision so she uses these powers to solve crimes and stuff like that but i want like that wackiness and that like like yes you actually (laughs) are solving crimes and you actually do have good character moments in there and stuff but give me the wackiness on top of that give me some court case between howard the duck and george locus like we saw referenced in this in this comic like i i want stupid stuff like that it just it would be so funny it would be fantastic Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm and you can take it all kinds of places i really i don't like the cosmic stuff as much as i like the stuff on earth but Mm -hmm. i do appreciate the concept that jennifer walters has become such a great lawyer that the living tribunals cosmic magistrate comes down and is like would you let you be magistrate of your sector like you see all the time like uh, great warriors being called from their home planets to join a you know a great league of warriors but it's never for like anything else it's not, <laughs> i like that she gets called on as like well this is the greatest lawyer of earth come come join us space lawyers <laughs> yeah i like it's it's fun and it's wacky to see that stuff but yeah like 
once we got off of Earth and she was not in like an Earth courtroom, yeah, then I I lost a lot of interest because it was yeah I don't really know who the Living Tribunal is. I don't really know. Like I know that they're but the name says it all. Right, they're a tribunal who are are still living. Sure, uh, but yeah, like I. Guardians were there, but they weren't really there. They weren't there as the guardians of the galaxy. But, it, but yeah, yeah it was just like I, like I, I know a lot of these characters, but I just I don't care about what's happening here. I don't care about this whole boxing match thing. Like I, I want her back in the courtroom. Give me Howard the Duck. I like every it. time and, they would apply. Please, yeah. <laughs> I liked every time they would apply that courtroom tactic mm-hmm. to all the space battles. Like, I, oh, I really liked when, like, fairly early on in the comics, she's working out with Pug and she's working out in She-Hulk form. And he's like, why do you work out as She-Hulk and not as Jennifer? And he's like, well, and she's like, well, I'm I'm stronger this way. And he's like, yeah, you're exponentially stronger than Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get it until issues later that she's like oh the stronger jennifer is the stronger she hulk is if i do all of my training as jennifer then she hulk is so so much stronger and that's how i beat this guy and if i call into you know the cosmic the the infinity gem on his head if i say well that's an external weapon and he's not permitted to have that by the rules that's how she gets him Every time the logic was used in support of one of these space battles or anything mm-hmm. like that, that I dug. But yeah. I did. I oh, I like Earth. I like the law offices. I like this little pocket in New York City they're in. Exactly. Um, I I had something to say about the like the couple issues that I read that were the wrong ones we weren't supposed to read. I don't remember what it was now. Um, <laughs> I I think I think it was about her. She gets back to the courtroom. There's like a weird time travel case that she did. I fr- isn't I it like a? Uh, I, I might be getting them all mixed up, but I think it's one of the little cases that like one of her coworkers is doing that she just like walk past, where it's a guy who like Captain America was like frozen or something and was believed to be dead and now decades later he woke up and he's like i have no assets can you like reverse my will so that i can just have money to live on that was an interesting one but no the time travel one that happened in the in the ones after this there was a guy that shot uh another guy seemingly in the back and then it, it was this weird like time travel thing of like, oh, well, that uh-huh. guy was there to kill me. So it was actually in self-defense, but this and that, and they're all the same person. And who, it, it, it was strange. Um, but, oh, I, I remembered what it was going to say. You mentioned Pug. Uh, yes. And, and I, I, he's, he's, a, he's a swell guy. It just, I, I, I think that <laughs> describes him the best, right? Yeah. Uh, but they do this like, 
I don't even know what you would call it's not the like will they won't they but it's like he has this crush on Jennifer and she is just oblivious and is completely looking in the opposite direction mm-hmm. and he's always being tr- trampled on right um and they do yeah and like she go ahead no like she does sincerely really like him like they are buddies he's she nice does guy. appreciate yeah. his friendship and he's not wallowing about it or anything. He's just like, ah, oh, oh, well, that didn't work. Maybe, oh, maybe next time. Like, it's not, he doesn't get mad at her or too down in the dumps. He's very, he like modulates his feelings about yeah. this situation and her obliviousness very well. Yeah, he he, he takes it all in stride. Mm-hmm. But the poor guy, they do the funniest yeah. visual joke and she goes to space for like three months yeah well they well they three months they and he's still there like feeding the fish yeah right but they do the funniest visual gag in in the couple issues after what we read that was like the the one good thing i saw it and i went back and i was like they just pulled a fast one on me. I get it now. This is great. <laughs> um, so in what we read, she kind of reconnects with uh, J- Jameson's son, J.J. Oh, yeah. If I forget his his name. Um, John Jameson. Yeah, Astronaut that, Colonel John Jameson. Yeah. Uh, which, it, like, the whole issue with Spider-Man is a good, like, re like who's who in the Spider-Man universe thing. It's It's great. But uh, so she k- kind of reconnects with John Jameson and they k- kind of have this thing g- going on. Mm-hmm. And then in the issue, the issues uh, after what we r- r- read, there's a scene where she's walking home with Pug uh, and they go into their apartment building uh, and they go into the same apartment. And so it's this idea, like, not knowing where the relationship had kind of been or stuff like that. It was like, oh, okay, they're going home together. Okay, Jennifer, sure, go for it. Uh, and then the you, you turn the page, and it's one of those things where the conversation seemingly continues uh from one page to the next and the guy is off in the back around he's in the bathroom brushing his teeth or or, or Mm -hmm. something you don't actually see him you turn the page and it's the next morning um and it's pug he's standing there at at the at the stove he's making breakfast and then jennifer walks out in her pajamas she's in like a like an an extra big sweater and her panties and Hmm. that's it and she walks out and she goes oh good morning pug are you are you are you making breakfast and at first you're like that's a strange way to greet someone you you just slept with and 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 then as the as like she's i think she says one more thing that's when john jameson walks out and as he does jennifer goes i'm so sorry if we 
kept you up last night from being too loud. And you're just like, oh, poor pug. It wasn't him that she slept with. Oh, no. <laughs> he wasn't the one in the bathroom behind. Like, you see them enter the same apartment. Oh. And then, like, the, the whole thing is you learn that pug and and uh, I it to me it looked like pug and john were roommates at this time now which might be the case it might be pug and jennifer are are the roommates but still it was just like oh they pulled a fast one on me what a good visual (laughs) gag i like i was just like poor poor guy Poor guy, man. I liked Pug a lot. I liked all of her co-workers. I'm really interested to learn more about Mallory Book. Because she's pretty... She's pretty much classically this... She's the mean girl of the office. Like, she's Mm -hmm. very, very good at what she does. And she's very pretty. And she's very successful. And they call her the face who's never lost a case. Right. And she's like... Not being overtly, she's not malicious, she's not absolutely malevolent, but she is kind of just using Jennifer for Jennifer's skills and not really seeing her as a full person yet. And I'm like, I know, we're we're gonna get to that issue eventually, where the two of them are like, I don't know, stuck in the office late some night working on a case, or like... Maybe they're in an action situation together or something, and like those walls break down, and we get to n- learn about Mallory book. Mm-hmm. Like this will inevitably happen, and we just didn't get there in these twelve issues we read. Yeah, she was. She is kind of the character that I I feel like I, I was tr- trying to allude to at the start, where it, it's like here here is the woman who is tough as yeah. nails, yes. who just does not let anyone get to her and maybe to a lot of her co-workers like she is that bitch like she is just that like you don't want to mess with her she's the boss she is the bum she is the boss lady and yeah like you 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 start to see as jennifer is put outside of her comfort zone you start to see them separate and go in different directions though right Mm -hmm. i don't have to be like her like i don't have to be that like yeah unlikable if if, if that makes sense like the jennifer we see back in college uh wasn't having any fun but liked and admired fun from afar. Wished she could have fun. And Mallory Book is more of like, there's a difference between a, a person who's not having any fun and a no-nonsense no person. Right. And that's who Mallory Book is. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We haven't talked about the best character yet. Haven't even mentioned him. Awesome Andy. Awesome Andy. I have never heard of him Our good, before. Our good- I hadn't either, but he's great. He's just our good new big robot boy running around in his shirts and ties and his short pants <laughs> with a chalkboard around his neck. Because he can't <laughs> he just speak, writes so a little message to show you. His head's a square. Yeah. No it, features like, on it. Big square. He's he's not even a, t- a TV head, which is what you would expect him to, to be, right? And he could yeah. like do the thing where he changes the channel 
to the no, he has the to right write show. on a chalkboard. Uh, no, he just he has to write it all all down. But God, I love I love the couple pages where you see like Andy's day. And you see that the his coworkers are asking him, like, oh, dude, did you see the big game? Which one did you watch? Because this is New York, and they've, you know, they're so big, they have to have two whole baseball teams. They've got the Yankees and the Mets, and, and Andy's a Mets fan. They're like, oh, bet you're excited to see that new Mets game tonight. And he's got, like, the logo drawn on his chalkboard. And, like, Mallory asks him, Andy, I'm going to need you to stay late and work on this. And he just shows like, her the chalkboard, and she's like, I don't know what this means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I I I hope we get a character like him in the Disney Plus show. I don't know if he yes. if he's gonna be that big or if they're gonna change him somehow, but yeah, like give me a version of awesome Andy. We always need good innocent pure robots, especially if they're wearing shorts. I love <laughs> Robots, robots who wear short clothes pants. when they don't have to. <laughs> robots in clothes. I want it on a calendar. Pay it a day every year. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what did what did you think of the whole thing with Titania? I, I, again, I barely knew anything about She-Hulk. I told you everything I know. I'm like, well, she's Bruce Banner's cousin, and she got a blood transfusion, and she's a lawyer. So I'd never heard of Titania. And I, I did like that almost as soon as she shows up, there's her origin story, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we're not going to leave you waiting on this. Here's everything you need to know about Titania, like, right up front. Yeah. And she's got a very sympathetic backstory, and it shows, and she's not very different from Jennifer. She was also that kind of shy, kept to herself. Whereas, okay, Jennifer chose to isolate herself for the sake of her studies. It's we don't get any panels. We don't get anything overtly of like somebody like inviting her out. Young Jennifer, we get college yeah. age. Yeah, yeah, so maybe she was teased as a child and then she isolated herself. Or maybe she did have a past of people inviting her out and she's like, no, I really ought to, you know, hit the books, get down and study. So we don't know exactly what Jennifer's situation is. But Titania, Mary, she was like the brunt of the litter in this big family. She was always left behind. She never, like, she was shorter and, like, scrawnier than the other girls at school. And they were all superstars and she was just left in the dust at every opportunity her one friend was like a 35 year old woman who worked at the grocery store with her right it was also very sweet i did like the two of them i do love whenever we get a a friendship where the two people are very different ages from each other and i loved seeing this 18 year old girl and this like full full grown woman just being peers and best friends yeah <laughs> um so i i i i saw i i've seen i've heard the name titania i think if i'm not mistaken there's an issue of jason aaron's run on thor shortly after mm. uh we get jane foster thor where they still don't know who it is yet 
that they still don't know it's Jane Foster. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she comes down to Earth, and Crusher Creel is robbing a bank or something like that with with Titania and uh, Jane Foster comes down and just smacks him with with Mjolnir. Uh, and mm-hmm. almost knocks him out, and then Titania comes out and is like, "Wait, you're you're a woman? That, that's great! I love this. This is fantastic. You know, you know what? We'll put the money back. We'll just go home. Like you, yeah, like yeah. Good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I like, I, I like she, that. She's just sitting there, like, like girl power, right? <laughs> like." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I admire you so much. I'm not gonna do the crime anymore. I take the crime back. Right? Yeah. So I've 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 <laughs> I've seen her well worth that. But I besides that, I've not seen much of her. I will say that I yeah I was very sympathetic to her backstory <laughs> to the point where whenever She Hulk called her. Gator, I was like, ah, come on, Jennifer, don't don't call her that. Like that, that's not that's not nice. <laughs> now you're the bully. <laughs> you know, now now you're the bad guy. But but yeah, like I I I don't like it. It, it was sympathetic enough for me to kind of cringe when she called her Skeeter, but not enough to be like, I'm actually gonna root for Titania here in this one like yes. I, I still never wanted to root for her but it, it was it was just like all right like you get it kind of bad you yeah. understand her mm-hmm. yeah yeah another thing a little detail i liked is that she starts this romance with this other criminal she met on battle world like the beyonder brought these guys together and that's great yeah. and she marries him which That's we don't see. It's just mentioned once. Creel. And then she lost her friend, lover, confidant, and husband, Crusher Creel. Mm-hmm. And there's combo characters. They're all dating each other. But I feel like I hear of very few marriages. It's just like nice, refreshing. It's like, oh, I'm proud of you kids. You went to the altar with it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just like every time I get to hear about, oh, somebody actually got married out here. So you you might already know this, but for a little context, Crusher Creel is the one that Matt Murdock's father fought in the ring the night he died. Um, or at least that's usually it. Um, that does sound kind of familiar. Yeah, stuff, but yeah, that that's also the case in the Netflix show. Uh, the Daredevil Netflix show, that's who he fought. Uh, Crusher Creel is also a villain that appears multiple times uh, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I think there was a reference to him in Spider-Man Far From Home. There's a Crusher Hogan fighting poster. Oh, true. That might be. There might also be something for Crusher Creel. I don't know. They could fit a lot of Crush in there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So he's he's a well-known D-list villain. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, his his power is that he can t- touch 
any object and like absorb the material like he can turn into that material yeah he he touches concrete then he can become concrete or if he touches touches lint marco he also becomes sand yeah yeah i did like how jam-packed these issues were (laughs) just other people there's so many characters going on and it's never it and i'm a new person i had no i'd never heard of crusher creel i'd never heard of titania i'd never heard of a lot of these people but it never felt overwhelming this was a really good way to get me just like a sampler platter of a bunch of people that are out there in the marvel universe without it being overwhelming because a lot of it's like this is just another criminal in battle world because it's a lot of people you don't really need to pay attention to it's another prisoner in like the pimp prison yeah yeah it's it's just just like like, an assortment of faces and names but they're uh they're introduced well i feel like this was a very helpful title for me like i will remember people in the future because i'm like oh right that guy was in she hulk yeah yeah hercules i know him (laughs) it it was I had to keep reminding myself. I'm like, oh, I've read Hercules in something before. I'm like, yeah, in All-Star Superman. He's a public domain character. He's in all of the comic book universes. You haven't met this Hercules yep. before. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. Was there anything else that I wanted to... I, I, I guess for me with the Titania stuff... Especially the fight mm-hmm. at at the the end there, I kind of like how everything came together. Where they yeah. the Infinity Stone came back into play, the kind of hex that Scarlet Witch put yes. on her, uh, yeah, which is from like issue play. two or three. Yeah. I liked how. I liked how pa- how these comics were paced, how there would be little things that seem like they've already completed their payoff exactly. that yeah. early. And then they come back again mm-hmm. much later. Exactly. I, so, yeah, I, I just like how all of those little pieces from throughout the book kind of finally culminated in like, hey, I can use this and the stone from here and this over here and that and boom, done. And the day is saved by mm-hmm. the Powerpuff Girl. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I thought it ended well. I, I, I think this is a great twelve ish issues that you can hand to someone and be like, hey, if you're interested yeah. in this upcoming Disney Plus show, here's a story that you really don't necessarily need to know any other. Uh, comic book continuity no. as long as you understand hey they live in a world with superheroes so superhero like stuff has happened uh we're just gonna kind of take it from there like that's really all you need to know and i think it's a good like yeah, size I... hey here's you know here's what you you can expect yeah i think so it mentions a lot of other parts of comic continuity, but I never felt like I had something missing. Everything it introduces, it explains pretty much everything you need to know, and it doesn't really go further or not far enough. Mm-hmm. I think if you're 
if you're a lay person, if you're like, I've seen all the movies, I want to try reading a comic. I think the only things would be confusing are the fact that it's like, it's a different Ant-Man and Wasp. I had to keep reminding myself, like, that's not, that's not Scott and Hope. That's, <laughs> that's other people. And then and you Chan, go to yeah. space and, yeah, and then you go to space and Gamora is dating Adam Warlock. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, remember Drax is green in the comics and not gray. Like, those are the only little details. And if you've got those, y- you can manage it, yeah. Yeah, and I think even the... the I, I think pretty much the biggest thing they reference, or like the biggest comic event that they really reference is uh the infinity gauntlet stuff yes if you've seen the marvel movies and you've seen all like you it's almost the exact same thing like you kind of can get the gist of it just based off of that right like you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily need to read those comics but even if you hadn't read either of them yeah, it's not necessary to know what happened. They explain like, oh, there was this big event. A lot of people died. We erased all of their memories when they came back. That's why they don't. But like, and yeah, and then there's that moment where they explain like, well, it's in this comic. So the government approved (laughs) it. And that's why people remember. But it's, yes, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's crazy stuff but it's it's all in 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 there so i i think this ended up being a very good pick something good for us yeah to read in anticipation of that show because i have no idea when it's even supposed to come out they were just like we're working on it yeah who knows (laughs) yeah so this was fun this was a fun read anyway whether there was a show on the horizon or not exactly uh and i cannot get away from that song tub thumping which was in the start of <laughs> this comic it was in issue one of the she-hulk comics <laughs> after we read go listen to our <laughs> captain's log episode because i i told a, a, a whole story based off of that <laughs> <laughs> but uh good stuff i i had fun mm-hmm. with this I think my only recommendation, it just is Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law. Because <laughs> it's a show I forget about, but every time I remember it, it's like, I love Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law. It's it's just, it's so wild. That also has a continual mystery about why somebody has an eye patch. It's a lot like the MCU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good stuff. That that I think is a good recommendation. Have, have you you, you mm-hmm. said you were thinking about go, diving into more courtroom style stuff? Do you have something yeah. in mind that you might dive into? Don't know. Into I was just, uh, I was just at my parents' house and my dad put on, uh, like some d- dull military movie with a court martial scene in it. Mm-hmm. And that was the one part I perked up for. I'm like maybe <laughs> I like courtroom stuff, no matter what context you put it in. So I don't know. This is a new thing I may explore. You may not hear results from me in a year. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so I, I have, uh, I guess, 
two recommendations, I believe. First one, in a similar kind of, hey, let's take a bunch of the kind of no-name, low-lifes of Mm -hmm. the Marvel universe, I would say you guys should read The Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Um. This was a book that Uh came out right when uh, Superior Spider-Man was coming out. Long story short, uh, Peter Parker and uh, Dr. Octopus switched bodies right as Dr. Octopus was dying. Uh, So it is Dr. Octopus in Peter Parker's body (laughs) being like, this guy was an idiot. I will be the Superior Spider-Man. but uh, the superior foes of Spider-Man, mm. they're, tr- they're tr- trying to remake the Sinister Six, but they only have five. Uh, and it, it's just the, these villains who cannot do anything right, and it, it, they're, they're trying to steal I stuff, love and this. everything just goes wrong, and it's, it's terrible, right? And they all hate each other, and they're like, why do I continually work with this guy? Like... <laughs> Um, so I I I would say read that because it's that same like wackiness sense of humor as well as just like street level. This is not some like big world ending event. We're not really going out to space. Let's just go rob a bank. But here's like Ocean's Eleven, but from the perspective of the Sinister Six minus one. Right, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> and and things just go terribly wrong. Uh, so yeah. I would say that. Um, and then my second one, I I know there's not enough, but I would say go go watch the Daredevil Netflix show because there is some yeah courtroom stuff in season two. See, I wanted more. I the wanted- Punisher is in the, that one, so. <laughs> I did see season two. That's the one with Clancy Brown. Yeah, I, I like. I did watch the first two seasons of Daredevil. Really liked them. Again, I found myself wanting more law. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Just be a lawyer some more, please. That's more interesting for me to watch than you yeah. punching ninjas. <laughs> exactly. But uh, that being said, there is the law stuff in there and matt murdoch's character is another lawyer in in the marvel universe right so he he like there is still that like how do i grapple with the law in a world where aliens attacked new york last year how do i you know or just that or like as a like vigilante myself who's actually breaking the law and doing all that stuff how do i represent the law then in a courtroom so Mm -hmm. there is some fascinating stuff with that too so those are my recommendations okay are you ready for pitches i am ready melissa okay so previous themes you and i have used this year you pitched me three mind fucks and we ended up watching Perfect Blue. And I pitched you three movies where I knew there was a twist, but I didn't know exactly what the twist was. Okay. And we ended up watching the Matthew McConaughey boat nightmare Serenity. <sighs> what was that movie? <laughs> Why was that even made? 
<laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> a baffling time for us all as a country and society. Uh, my pitches this week, kind of in that vein, I found the three weirdest movies I could. Okay. Just general, just all around weird. Like, I wanted ones where I would read the synopsis and you'd say, excuse me? <laughs> okay. All right. Pitch number one is a movie from 2010. The director's name is Quentin Dupieux, something French like that. This movie is called Rubber. The synopsis is this for this movie is tire? a sentient tire. Yeah. Huh? I, I, I a thought sentient tire rolls tire through one. the Yes, yes, yes. A sentient tire rolls through the desert using the power of its mind to make small animals and human heads explode. Also, the tire's name is Robert. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I, my brother told me about this movie years ago and it's been on my list for a long time and i suddenly remembered its existence because i don't know if i've ever heard anybody besides my own family mention this movie i, I remembered remember its existence this week and i'm like i gotta i gotta pitch kyle. wild <laughs> yeah i gotta pitch kyle that tire movie Pitch number two, this movie, it's from 2009, it's directed by more French names, Stéphane Aubure and Vincent Pitard. I totally took four years of French class, you can absolutely tell. Mm -hmm. This movie is named A Town Called Panic. Have you ever heard, heard of this heard movie? Of this one, no. This is a stop-motion animated film. Uh, don't picture like Studio Leica or anything like that. It looks a little bit more like Gumby okay. or Robot Chicken. Sure. It's a lot more plasticky and stilted. That's the aesthetic of it. That's yeah. a artistic choice. So this movie stars three plastic toys who live together. Cowboy, Indian, and Horse. And it's Horse's birthday. And Cowboy and Indian want to get him a gift. And so they want to build him a, <laughs> they want to build him a brick, like kind of barbecue grill in the backyard. And instead of ordering 40 bricks, they accidentally order like 40,000 bricks. They're like, oh no, this is too many bricks. We charge them to horse's credit card. He's going to be mad. Also, this present was supposed to be a surprise. Where do we put all these bricks? Let's put them where he's never going to look. Let's put them on the roof. <laughs> and <Okay>. so <laughs> And all the bricks collapse their house and it's they it just turns into a this is what the back of the blu-ray says because i bought this film oh goodness cowboy and indians plan to surprise horse with a homemade birthday gift backfires when they destroy his house instead surreal adventures take over as the trio travel to the center of the earth trek across a frozen tundra and discover a parallel underwater universe where pointy-headed and dishonest creatures live. Oh my god. <laughs> this is a delight. I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> I heard the film critic Leonard Malton mention this on a podcast, uh -huh. and the only way for me to cop get a copy of it was to buy it. This I don't know if I've ever heard... 
again, this is not a well-known movie, but I bought it. I've watched it a couple times. Great. Truly a unique film. Pitch number three is a movie uh, that I'm sure you have heard of. This is Being John Malkovich. I've See, I didn't even one. try to tease you with the year and director first. Yep, this is from um, 1999, director Spike Jones. A puppeteer works in a physically small office and discovers a portal that leads literally into the head of movie star John Malkovich. I have been puzzled by the existence of this movie for the past 20 years of my life. <laughs> I've... Like, I know the concept, but I, I don't get it because I haven't seen it. And I've been meaning for years. So I'm going to sit down with that weird head movie. I barely even know who John Malkovich is, but I want to get inside there. I want to know. This might be the year, Kyle, if you pick this one. Okay. So our picks are Rubber, A Town Called Panic, or Being John Malkovich. Uh, this is this is a difficult call. These are all. One. I think these are all winners. I am going to take a sec and Google where you might even be able to watch a town called Panic because I forgot about that part, Let's which see. I always do when I when I already own a copy of it. I forget how to tell you where you can get it. Uh, I think I can rent it on Amazon Prime Video, and I guess I don't have Amazon Prime Video. And whatever Tubi is, Tubi's free. Learn about Tubi. To be or not to be? That <laughs> is the question. Um, I don't know, man. I think I want to go with... I think I want to go with rubber. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, it's, I've heard this is a horror film, but I don't know how, like how something this <laughs> wacky and just like, what? Why? Why is this a thing? How is this? A I, I don't know. It sounds like, well, the tire makes things blow up. So I imagine it does have this kind of, like, gruesome videodrome kind of effect. Sure. Maybe there's a lot of tension surrounding this tire. Right. I don't, don't know. You don't want the tire to c c come chase, Exa chase you, you down and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, like, I also... I am very curious to see how this is an entire feature film beyond just being like a short or something like that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I don't believe in it. I'm just very, very excited. So now is the time for me to find out how is rubber an entire movie. Okay. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to figure it out. <laughs> we're going to find out next week. Uh... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 74, right? No. Episode 75. I, I, I think I have the, the, the wrong thing no. down here. On no. Here. No, I've got odd numbers. That's right. This, this is, is 74. 74. I forget. 
so this has been episode 74 of the Whatnots Review Show. Melissa, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. We are at The Whatnots on Twitter if you guys want to stay up to date with all of our shows. Uh, TheWhatnots.com is where you can find all of our other podcasts as well as whatever podcatcher you use. Uh, you can find all our stuff on there just by searching the whatnots. And if you like what what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a da 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 as little as a dollar. You can get access to the live streams uh, of this podcast. You can get episodes yes. early uh, at the $3 tier. We have a bunch of exclusive content uh we also want to give a big shout out to our patrons at the five dollar tier so thank you so much to christine and to sam uh for helping us out and for keeping the mics on and the lights on and helping Mm -hmm. us out making this content um that being said we will get out of here and we will see you guys next week Uh, adios bye